What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Seamless Garage Podcast. It's your boy Stevie coming at you with a new episode. Um, have you been driving by the dealerships lately and noticed that they're pretty much empty? Especially dealers like the GMs, like uh, Chevy, <clears throat> GMC, Toyota, things like that. If you have happened to notice it, it's pretty scary, right? It's kind of weird. Um, so what you're probably wondering what's going on there. And what's really going on is that there's actually a, a global chip shortage. Um, so chips like for any kind of control module for your uh, car. Basically, like we're in 2021 now. So they're making 2022 models. Basically, everything on the car has got a chip in it got some kind of chip in it okay so it's either holding data um, holding memory or it's got some kind of logic it's got to do okay so just keep that in mind that the smarter these cars get the more chips they need and so there's a shortage on it there's more specifically a shortage on the silicone that they use to make them because that's what chips are made out of um, I started noticing it recently when I you know, I work at a Nissan dealer, so um, didn't really notice it there, honestly. I don't know what Nissan's doing differently. Um, I'm going to tell you why it's been such a big issue recently, but I think Nissan did it a little bit better. They had a plan set up, or maybe they just had plenty of stock, or they didn't freak out when the pandemic hit, okay? But um, when I went by Toyota here in Tyler, where I live, there was like six cars on the lot. Like the rest of the lot was empty. I thought they were going out of business. And then I realized that it's because of this chip shortage. Um, the Chevrolet dealer and the GMC dealer and all the GMs, same issue. Not as bad as the Toyota one, um, but still pretty bad. And uh, the reason there's a chip shortage is because um, of a couple of things. Now, a lot of this is, is a little bit of speculation, but most of it is backed up by facts. Um, it's due to the pandemic, so there's a couple factors here. Uh, the number one one being that when the pandemic hit, what, everybody went home, right? So everybody was using their electronics more. They were buying more electronics. Every electronic you have has chips in it, okay? So that was depleting the amount of chips available and then you've got the fact that with the pandemic again that uh, they forced the manufacturers to shut down right all the plants had to shut down because all the workers had to go home so they didn't spread the virus right um, so with that happening what they did was a lot of manufacturers it's looking like the ones that are very prevalent and makes sense is Toyota and GM but what they were doing is they went ahead and shut down their order of chips they went ahead and, and basically said nah we don't need these right now um, it looks like it's going to be a decline for a while and we're not going to need them we're not going to be making as many cars so they canceled their orders and also shipped the ones they had back shipped the chips they had back to the factories so that's the other thing that's happening but if you'll look around, um, like check it out, there's some pictures, a lot of um, 
a lot of these media companies are doing footage of it, talking about it. There's several articles on it. Um, the manufacturer plants, especially GM and like I said, Toyota, their whole lot is full of cars that are waiting to be uh, waiting for chips so they can be sent to the dealership. So without chips, they can't send them in because they're not, you know what I mean? They're not going to be functional. The vehicles aren't going to be completely functional with everything that they need. So it's just kind of weird because you've got all these cars that have already been manufactured and put together, but they're just sitting there. So that, you know, that brings, that brings a question to my mind as to uh, what are they going to do with these cars? Obviously, they're still going to sell them, but it changes the market a little bit. It makes the market interesting, in my opinion. Maybe not. Maybe they got an answer for it. But as you can imagine, you should be selling 2022 models right now. So they got 2021 models sitting in their sitting in their manufacturer plants waiting on chips. What if 2022 rolls around before they get those chips? What are they going to do with those those cars? <clears throat> Excuse me. Because technically those cars are going to be 6 months to a year old, right? What are they going to do with those cars? How does that work? Are there are there laws that are involved with that? Or are they just going to rebadge them or revent them? I don't think they can do that legally, but I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a, a major in law or anything. I don't know much about the car manufacturer laws. Maybe I should look into that and get you guys an answer. But um, it's just interesting because that is a little conundrum right there. Like, what are you going to do with those cars? I know good and well they're not going to throw them away. I think the best thing and what they'll probably do is sell them but sell them at a cheaper rate like with a lot of rebates or what have you um, which is going to be really great for the market in my opinion because people who've always wanted to to get a certain car you know what I mean a Chevy truck a brand new Chevy truck or whatever but couldn't afford it it may be affordable for them now it may be within their price range and so they can get that truck that they always wanted that they nece they didn't necessarily were able to afford so that's an interesting thing don't know if that's how it's going to play out but they're going to have to do something with these cars and then um, another thing that this causes with the chip shortage and you know the lack of cars on the lot which I noticed first before I noticed the empty lots was that used cars the value for used cars has went up tremendously um, so you can sell your car right now for more than what you could have six months to a year ago. Um, the value of them have just went up significantly um, a, for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons being that since the lots are so empty, these dealers are trying to fill the lots back up with some kind of cars because they need to sell something, right? So actually, I've noticed, I've had a few friends that said that they sold their car back to the dealer and made a profit uh, so they sold it back to him for more than what they actually paid for. Like one of the trucks in particular, he sold it back to them for like five grand more than what he had originally financed it for. So used car values going up, not necessarily good for people who are trying to flip cars unless you already have the car, right? It's kind of a high market. Like if you follow stocks or cryptocurrency or anything, you know, you would know that you don't really want to buy things in a high market. You want to buy them in a low market. So. Um, it's not a drastic change, but 
it does mess with the, the flip game a little bit. Um, I still think, I'm going to make a video on this too. This is just a little caveat. Um, I'm going to make a video on this too, but I still think that you still can get great deals to flip. Like if you're trying to make money by buying cars that need work, that's majority labor work and not necessarily expensive parts, but they can't afford the labor, buy that car, fix it yourself, and then sell it. Because I, I understand that those cars that aren't running, their value is not going up like cars that are running. We're talking about uh, newer cars, later model cars. The value of them has went up <clears throat> if they're used. Because like I said, they're trying to fill up the lots. Um, and then another thing that's weird that's happened uh, due to this chip shortage is that the car rentals have went up. Now it may not be it may not be weird to other people, and it may be obvious as to why that is. But to me, it's not overly obvious. I'm just not I'm just not understanding why car rental prices has went have went up because of a chip shortage. I understand that they're also you know they buy cars on the regular too, so I understand that they also are having a shortage on cars. <clears throat> but really, all they have to do is keep their older cars in the fleet, in my opinion. Um, they have a fleet of cars. So I'm not sure why that's going up. I know a lot of it has to do with summer, too. I know that the prices change depending on the season. But apparently, it has went up significantly since the chip shortage. So that's just something to bring up. Um, but yeah, tell me what you guys think about this. Have you noticed it? Like, have you seen that? freaked out what do you think also do you do you think that this is legitimate do you think that um what do you think they should do with the cars that are basically old stock sitting in the manufacturer plant that's what i'm curious about you know i have that one idea but i'm curious to see what other people think they might have a better idea for what they can do with these cars also a lot of these cars might just be sent to fleets for a very, you know, very small price, people might buy them for fleets. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm a little under the weather right now. But um, the other, the last thing that I wanted to bring up about the chip shortage is that it's going to set the new models back. Yes, I work at a Nissan dealer, so this is why I'm bringing up Nissan cars. But I know specifically we've got the Frontier, brand new Frontier. If you haven't seen that, you need to go check it out. That truck is epic, man. It looks, it just looks like a mini Titan. It's real aggressive. It's about time that Nissan upped their game in the small truck industry and and got something aggressive and off-roadish. Because um, the Pro 4X to me just wasn't doing it. That body style has been out for <clears throat> almost 20 years. So that's kind of ridiculous that they've done that. I'm sorry, not 20 years. What am I trying to say here? They've been out since 2003. So, yeah, almost 20 years. So anyway, Frontier, as you probably know about Nissans, or you may not know, Frontier and Pathfinders usually go along together when it comes to body styles, except for this last body style. Um, so new Pathfinder coming out. Really excited about that one. It's got a new power plant. Uh... It's going to be an automatic transmission instead of a CVT, but that's a little tangent there. I'm going to make a podcast about that one. But anyway, those new cars, you got the new 400Z that everybody's excited about. 
really calling it the Proto-Z. That's what Nissan's calling it, it's the Proto-Z, but I think eventually they're actually going to call it the 400Z. Um, <clears throat> so you got those cars, you know, and everybody else is coming out with new models too. Um, you know, the Ford Lightning, whatever. It's going to set those back to where those can't be put out. You know what I mean? You can't, we're not going to be able to release those. So this next year, year and a half, or however long the shortage lasts, you're going to have to, it's going to be weird. You know, you're going to have to keep an eye on the market to see what you want. I also think it's going to make car shopping a little bit weird, weird too. You may either have to A, settle, or B, travel a long way to find the exact car you want. You know, you know, previous to the chip shortage, you know, the whole for the whole car industry as it's been uh, entity you know you could get the car and the color you wanted the trim level you wanted you know swap things around but things are just going to be very limited you know until the chip until the chips come back in the stock so yeah um hit me up send me uh send me some comments let me know what you think i'm very curious to see what you guys think about this and what you think they should do with the old stock but um we'll see you on the next episode of the seamless garage daily podcast i'm out hey thanks for listening to the seamless garage podcast we really do appreciate it um if you liked it make sure you go to follow us on spotify anchor whatever platform that you are listening to that way you can always get an update when we post a new podcast um also wanted to let you know we do have a youtube channel the seamless garage um that's our youtube channel on instagram there is the seamless garage as well and uh, obviously this is the seamless garage podcast um also our individual social media platforms uh derek blackwell on facebook he refuses to do an instagram or twitter so you can't catch him on there but you can catch me on facebook stevie gilliland and also our facebook page the seamless garage and we also have a group that you need to join Um, that way you'll get updates and you can kind of talk with the community. Everybody can talk amongst themselves, uh, about the latest content. Um, same thing on Instagram and Twitter. It's the real Stevie. Um, and like I said, we have an Instagram for the seamless garage. So go check those out. And, uh, thanks for, thanks for listening in and we'll see you on the next one.